This is a HeadGum Podcast. Have you ever been convicted of a crime in Massachusetts or Rhode Island? Yes. Have you ever formed a business in Massachusetts or Rhode Island? Yes. Have you ever had any children removed from your care by the Department of Children, Youth, and Family in Massachusetts or Rhode Island? Yes. Well, then you need the law offices of Michael J. Hartley. Those are real law offices that we are advertising for simply because the guy, Michael, thought it would be funny and asked us to. I live in California and have no use for Michael J. Hartley's remarkable defense work. But if I lived in Massachusetts or Rhode Island and formed a business, had children removed from my care, or had been convicted of a crime, I would have so much use for Michael J. Hartley's law offices. The law offices of Michael J. Hartley. Contact Michael at mhartley6200 at gmail.com today. That's a real email address and a real law firm that we just advertised for, for real. Hey guys. Hey guys, welcome to the show. What's up, likers? People who like stuff, people who don't like stuff. Losers. The losers. Oh, so you're using it now. I thought <laughs> I we didn't know. like that nickname. Yeah, I don't like it either. It Forget seems wrong. It. It's weird. Um, should we mention that that was a real ad? Oh, yes. Uh, that was an actual advertisement <laughs> for the law offices of Michael J. The Hartley. Cold, the cold opens are usually like little skits. And yeah. this time. Skits and bits. Skits and bits. And this time we did like a real ad because someone wrote to our email and was like, y'all want to advertise for me? He definitely does not have a southern accent. But no, I, he's uh, located in either Massachusetts or Rhode Island. But there is a real man named Michael Hartley who thought it would be funny if we advertised for his very Actual. specific law offices. Yeah. And so we thought that would be funny and said we would only do it in exchange for something. So we're not. Well, I guess that makes us more whores. I was going to say yeah. we're not total whores. But anyway, he's no, going to. It's fun to be whores for our fans. That's true. We can't. We will whore out for our fans. So he, in exchange for that, is going to buy us a bottle of lube mm-hmm. for our anal sex when we eventually have that. So that's cool. That's very and sweet of him. And as he a has... message. He has offices in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts, and he spells his name H-A-R-T, not H-E-A-R-T, Hartley. M-H-A-R-T-L-E-Y, 6200 at gmail.com, guys. And if anybody else wants us to read an ad for anything, um, send us 20 bucks at uh, the HeadGum Studios. Yeah. And and we'll we'll, do it. (laughs) We'll buy a little hat for our dog or something. Oh, yeah. Well, he won't like it, but we'll still try and make him wear it. We'll still buy it. Um, Um, Well, thanks for listening to the shows, guys. The shows. All the shows, guys. Just all the shows. Thanks for watching Netflix and TV and and listening to shows. And see you later. And see you later. We're actually talking about Archie today. We are talking about Archie. We haven't introduced ourselves or anything for people who've never listened to this before. Okay. I'm Dan. I'm Kelly. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And thank you for listening to the show in Copter City. Let's get chubby. Oh, that was from last episode. It wasn't clear to me what was just happening. I'm that doing was you Copter tapping City on. sounds. Oh, those are Copter City sounds. I thought those were the tapping on the balls sounds, but I guess that's the same thing. That's the same thing. We do it for copters and the balls. Uh, Lauren Ramsey, my friend from childhood, if you are out there listening, Full name. you know what I'm talking about with... Um, so Copter City, we're here with uh, uh, Eunuch Jester and Hawaii. Kauai. Sorry, Kauai, me. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see if you guys have any other nicknames. We got to get better at these intros, huh? We're really drawing it out here. It's hard to like get it all in to a thing guys it's hard well let's we talk are also we're explaining now. uh the advertisement but yes let's shit. talk about archie comics guys archie comics is this is another one of those episodes just like the um grunge episode where i really like something and dan's like nah i am totally like nah to archie yeah you you did never considered Twerp. it he's just a dork on, the, it on is, the outskirts of your periphery it is like walking into when i would see them on the stands Mm-hmm. I it felt like a, an office waiting room or so, or or a doctor's office waiting room or something. Mm. Not that my doctor had that. It's just like it was the same type of feeling of boredom and disinterest. Right. Uh that I'd never wanted to see. 
Gotcha. Um, For me, I would see a cover of Archie and I'd be like, give me those bikini clad women and those boys. Well, what's interesting is that it did have bikinis and we will talk about it, that Betty and Veronica are hot. Yes. And like... They have the same bodies and faces. Same bodies and faces. So (laughs) one person is hot, but it's still hot. Mm -hmm. It's still like a sexy drawing of a woman. Right. And... As a boy, I knew that, but hey, you Nick Jester, maybe I guess I guess I just wasn't You're like, interested. Nah. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't even when I was reading X Men comics, mm-hmm. and they had like, like tight. Yeah, I just didn't care. Really? I thought I was more interested in like Wolverine. Interesting. Not sexually, just like I thought he was cool. I mean, I I think I'm in the same vein of like I looked at Rogue and thought like I want to be like her or something. I don't know. My little Southern Texas brain. Mm. That's probably my accent. Back is she then. Southern? Yeah, she is. But also I was Southern. Well, I wasn't reading it with a Southern accent. So I didn't find out she was Southern me. until I watched the comics. They don't do that. Watch oh, the, and cartoons. The, the cartoons. Yeah. They don't. Um, they don't say like in comics when you're reading it, like in, in a Southern, southern accent. Lilt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a lilt. <laughs> in a lilt. Um, so in guys, a Canadian accent. Isn't isn't. Uh, s- sorry. Logan is Canadian. The wolverine isn't he logan yeah isn't logan canadian <laughs> don't call him fucking logan bro. sorry uh i'm excited to see that movie but dudes i am so excited to talk about something i like for once that i have like lots of opinions and knowledge on because i often look like a doof on this show yeah I, I i try to make you look like a doof as much as i can mm-hmm. to make sure everyone knows from where we're walking around town i'm like I'm look with at this dumb Lil. fuck hey guys have you listened to doof lately hey guys look at my t-shirt table says, for two i'm with stupid and then there's narrow doof. at me yeah so i i was excited to know a little something about something as uh smart as archie comics mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, a guy that is on our show today is like one of the people in my life who I talk about mostly Archie comics with. And John his name Beckerman. is John Beckerman. Yeah. How did we meet John Beckerman, Dan? We met John through Arthur, who was a guest uh, on our third episode of the show where he talked about McDonald's. But Arthur's my closest friend. Mm-hmm. And um, John directed, wrote and directed an indie movie um, called Arthur We Made in. This Movie that Arthur was part of the main cast and they became very close friends mm-hmm. and arthur was like you gotta meet my friend dan to john and mm-hmm. to me it was like you gotta meet john and rob who was the other mm-hmm. writer director of the movie and we've become close friends with them yeah they're and, great guys and they're great guys who came up together writing mm-hmm. for letterman in the 80s right. i believe they're old these guys are old school baby yes this is the heyday of like awesome late night stuff yes john beckerman was a writer and then i believe a head writer at, at one point and so right. was rob burnett and he has like two daughters one that's one that's 11 one that's eight or something yeah one of his other career credits is his uh his two daughters. beautiful daughters yeah <laughs> which is more, much more important than ruby these career Sophie? credits ruby and sophie i believe and then um he also uh co-created the show with rob mm-hmm. ed from the 90s remember ed with michael ian black and whoever else? thomas cavanaugh in that and blonde uh, woman. julie bowen is that yeah the blonde woman from modern family from modern family and i believe happy gilmore yes she played the love interest in happy so gilmore. let's listen to this interview with julie bowen <laughs> <laughs> let's listen to john beckerman because he's the best Remember Far and Away? That was a big favorite of our family. Oh, was that Tom Cruise? I don't Cruise? know what that is either. Oh, Far and Away. Far, was that it Tom Cruise coming Cruise from Ireland? Tom and Nicole Kidman. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Right, right. What and was that? Was that the was, movie where they met? I, I think Thunder... In Days real life. of Thunder. Hi, I'm Tom Cruise. Hi, I'm Nicole Kidman. <laughs> yeah. In the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think Days of Thunder is where they met. Wasn't that the was, like race car movie or whatever? I don't know. Was Far and Away in Ireland? It was set, like at the beginning, it's in Ireland and then they immigrate over to the and States. He's like a, a shirtless boxer. Yeah. He's, I guess a, shirt, all he's like a low class guy and she's rich, but then they like the lev- the playing field is leveled when like all of their belongings are stolen on the trip over. And, okay. But and then they make love in an empty house it's very cool and then my mom goes i think i'd like to own far and away <laughs> she said that when they were making so in, we the, in the middle it. of the sex scene yeah yeah she turned to me and full volume said that well i'm um, speaking of sex we're here with john beckerman to talk about archie Cat. boing yes boing, boing, yeah. everyone's got their dicks out our sexiest guest talking about the sexiest comic yeah um archie comics it is kind of the sexiest no it's not it's not the sexiest i've literally read why the last man where there were sex scenes yeah like being drawn as i were that were drawn 
as I'm like on the subway right. in New York and are like, oh crap, I'm reading a <laughs> lesbian sex scene right now and yes. I don't know how to act. Well, that's that's a comic for grownups. Archie mm-hmm. is a comic for children that is about sexual jealousy, that is obsessed with sexual jealousy. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but that's, that, that's what it is. it is. It really is. And it was so, it, yeah, I mean, I read it constantly as a kid, uh, just like... Just, I just loved the bikinis and the outfits, and like there was constantly bikinis involved. Yeah, yeah. I, I, now, can I just tell you guys like my perspective as an outsider? Okay. I was into comics briefly as a child, but it was purely for X Men. X Men right. was like the cool thing, and Archie, I would see and be like, "What is this like doof? Like this guy is a loser, man." I mean, he is a loser. Is he? But that's I the don't point. know. Yeah. So that's all I essentially know about Archie is that I okay. didn't like seeing Archie it. Archie comics looked stupid because the main character looked like a loser. The main character seemed dumb and it was like this goofy gang. It wasn't cool. Like X-Men was trying so hard to be cool. Right. And I, I respected that about it at the time <laughs> being a 10 year old. Of course, I, did, I barely read the comics even then. I would just like sort of like look at the cool pictures. But not and wow. barely even read the stories. Really, for X-Men. Yeah, I mean that's me, my own personal hangup. Is gotcha. I hated reading as a child, but yeah. I liked cool well, looking stuff. I I I might have partially learned to read on these comics. I wow, mean, I read voraciously that's as a kid. Probably true for me. Too. Yeah, <laughs> and you learned your and, sexual jealousy. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah I, I I acquired certain obsessions <laughs> and and the blondes <laughs> and brunettes. Yeah, no, but for me. Uh, I I'm quite sure that I started reading Archie's before I started reading any superheroes, which I you know then did become you know way into. Mm-hmm. But when I was a little kid, it was all about Archie, uh, Casper, hot stuff. Do you remember those? <laughs> I don't the, remember, hot, remember hot, hot stuff. Hot stuff was a little Casper. devil. He sort oh, of looked yeah. like Casper, but and don't they even Casper sort of resembles Richie Rich. Yeah, they all they is it all the, same the same guy? Face. Yeah, it's like it's different Richie Rich died and became <laughs> Casper and then went to hell and became hot yes, stuff. Exactly. I don't know. He but went through several like, cherub, like these sweet cherub looking yeah. figures. But they have a similar cute baby artistic faces. style even as Archie. Well, sort of. I mean, maybe similar to Little Archie, which was, oh. you know, the little Archie gang is little kids. L-I-L Archie. Lil Archie. Little Archie. Archie. But no, so those comics, those other ones we're talking about were Harvey Comics. That was the uh, the uh, publisher was Harvey Comics. And um, those one were like- man, Harvey Comics? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Harvey yeah. and these are my comics? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But those those were really for little kids, like little, little kids. And I'd go to the newsstand and get those. Um, uh, but then Archie was maybe like, you know, for seven-year-olds <laughs> as opposed to six-year-olds or something. Yeah, yeah. I want to be so an adult I, now. I graduated to that. I'm done with little Archie. Right. But <laughs> the thing about Archie, I mean... Here's what's weird is like when I used to read Archie's, I mean, every little kid wants to be older, wants to be grown up, right? They want, want to be teens. Right. I was obsessed with with anything having to do with teenagers and in like this aspirational way of like when I'm a teenager, it's going to be awesome. You right. know, this is going to be like I'm going to drive around and I'm going to go to like malt shops. And, yeah. You I'm going to go 30 years to the past. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be, I'm going to drive a jalopy. Like he drove like a Model <laughs> yeah. T Ford, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and like even in the comics that I used to read, like in the 70s, he was like driving like a car from yeah, I would... like the first ever car. Yeah, and, I never like... understood that. I was like, why would he do that? Why? How does he even have have that what, like, what do you know why he does that or is that just like is archie that old that they were like eh, let's just not even archie started in the 40s it was, i mean there's so many cool things we can talk about I mean, w- okay. w- one of the things that's cool is that it's so old i mean mm-hmm. it's it started in the 1940s and so they set this template i think the character of archie was uh, based on a Mickey Rooney character like a teenage Mickey Rooney character that existed and they they were sort of you know, it's not directly based, but they they wanted their version of that in a comic, you know. Um, and there wasn't, like, teenage stuff then, you know. Like, this this is one of the places where the whole idea of teenagers and teenage entertainment, I think, was kind of invented. It was and, in the 50s, right? Yeah, yeah. Rock and, and roll. And... Right. 
Right. And what's what I love, one of the things I love about Archie even today, I mean, it's not like I sit around reading a ton of Archie comics today because mm-hmm. they're, they're not, you well, know. Well, that's how I'm going to imagine you. Right. So. <laughs> but I do still find them interesting. And it's so, it's kind of like The Simpsons. Like now that The Simpsons has been on so long, they keep having to reset. Like, so when Homer was a teenager, what was going on? You know, like, well, now, like he was probably a teenager in like the year 2000. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, so it's like they keep having to update. So with Archie's, you know, when I was a kid, a lot of the Archie comics I would read would be these digests that mm-hmm. would have just tons of stories reprinted from over the decades. Right. So, so they'd have all different styles of drawing in them. Right. Different like get, artists, like 50s, different styles. 60s, 70s, 80s. That's right. And you'd have some where it's like they're dealing with Beatlemania, but then you'd have others where, you know, they're like. He's off in Vietnam or. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Vietnam one that I saw. Yeah, no, I don't think they ever sent Archie over. <laughs> He's um, a draft dodger. <laughs> but um, but I, I think it's cool just when a certain, you know, template or a batch of characters has been around for decades, just to see how they keep trying to infuse it with new life. It's like, oh, he skateboards now, right. you know, it's like, oh, he's like into grunge, you know, or like, I mean, at any cultural dumb thing you can think of, there is an Archie cover right. showing, you know, Him the gang. being into it. Uh, yeah. And one of the examples is your T-shirt. He's wearing a t-shirt that says Archie meets Ramones. And it's the whole gang with their eyes closed singing happily saying, hey, ho, let's go. Yeah. So funny that they they got into the Ramones, I guess. This is a recent. punk rock. Yeah. This is a recent one. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I just couldn't resist owning this because (laughs) I love Archie and I love the Ramones. (laughs) And they're weirdly similar in certain ways, even though you wouldn't think they are in the sense that. The Ramones were the Ramones loved early rock and roll, and the Ramones loved the Beach Boys, and they loved um, everything that celebrated what like being a teenager had been. You know, I mean, when you think about it, like if you know, in the seventies, like those guys. You know, if they were singing about their own teenage years, you know, I I don't know if that was the 50s. I can't do the math in my head <laughs> because I'm not very, very bright. But um, around that time. But but, you know, the whole uh, the whole thing going on in punk rock, you know, which the Ramones like sort of invented was let's stop doing all this like kind of self-indulgent like big guitar solos or whatever and let's just play like rock and roll the way it used to be and you know they were singing songs about like girls and cars and stuff you know (laughs) and a lot of their themes could i mean i bet joey ramone read archie comics it's hard to imagine that he didn't you know right so for me with archie comics it was like I would read them cover to cover, like the complete digests, probably like in one day. And, and I'd read them so many times. Like we had so many of them laying around the house and I'd read them so many times that my brother and I could do this game where we would read the first like speech bubble and then try to remember what that wow. like, what yeah. that one was My about. brother and I used to do that with The Simpsons when we used to watch the reruns all the time based on the couch gag or like the first thing that happens, we would say oh, yeah. what the episode is. Oh, wow. But I can't do that anymore. Though. That's... Right. You can still look at who the writers are and decide whether it's a good episode or not, though. An right? episode I would like, not right. to take anything away, away from... from the fantastic Simpsons writers. <laughs> yes, but mm-hmm. an episode that I grew up with and now won't grow out of. Right. Now, can I... Okay, I have a couple questions for you. Let's hear it. Um, well, one, what is, what is what is an average Archie story? Like, from beginning <laughs> to end of a comic or from something in a digest, what, sure. what happens? Like, do you guys remember any specific ones? I'm thinking of a few. Go ahead. Go I ahead. have... There's one where Archie gets a summer job. Uh, this was a recurring theme. Yeah. Archie needs money. <laughs> yeah, Archie yeah. needs money. That's basically one of the only things you can say about him as a character. Right. Is that he, he needs money. Yeah, what's his personality like? He's like... He's, he's, he's an empty, he's vacuous... Like yeah. He's such a loser. He'll do anything. He'll, it's strange He'll like the Ramones. He'll like the Beatles. It's a very strange thing. Like, it's very similar. Dan, you remember how Grant and I... My brother and I have told you how we used to play Barbies 
like how the Ken characters were like <laughs> totally like oh, like just like I don't know what's happening and, like, and I'm the so women innocent their, like, and all claws. the women were like very like adult like and the men and were like children yeah and that's kind of what Archie was like he somehow had control over these women but he also like had no clue what was happening and like constantly made bad decisions and was like not sexy I yeah, I was just gonna say, is he hot? No, he's not. But to I, Betty I, and Veronica never, is. Yes. Yeah, they Betty find him very attractive. So They're completely. Now, yeah, even oh, I yeah. can say They're Betty yeah. and Veronica are hot. hot. Like I right. even knew that as a kid. Yes. I'm like, that drawing's hot. That's hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, this did not well, elude me as a kid either. <laughs> I mean, yeah. all the female characters, if I'm being honest, had the exact same body. Like you could hey, just and, and the same. Harvey Comics knows what works. Yeah, same face, just different hair. Yeah, literally just draw like coloring it in differently. Yeah. At times it so, probably was switched and they were like, "Ah, it's fine." So there was one Archie, <laughs> so there was one story where Archie gets this summer job like flipping burgers or something and then the boss, I remember, From not at a restaurant, just in general, flipping is, burgers yeah, as, out on the sidewalk. Yeah. No. He his boss was like told Archie that he had like some good ideas cuz Archie made a suggestion to move the ice cream cones closer to the ice cream machine. <laughs> 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 and the I was like thrilling. It's the a guy's compelling like, narrative. You have a future in ice cream, and then like he told his dad, and his dad was upset because he's like, you can't like quit school and go work in this like stupid hamburger thing. And he's like, but I'm making money. So then he quit. I don't remember. I think he decided not to do it. But well, the so- guy was like some pathetic man that had like worked there since high school. Or but something. so you're not reading these comics for the thrilling twists and turns of the stories i mean it's like watching fucking saved by the bell basically that's what it sounds like it sounds like it's like saved by the bell on paper it is and and i'm a little too old just slightly too old to have been a saved by the bell viewer right but But uh, you can respect it i yeah um but i you know i uh, my uh, what was i gonna say so my wife and i uh earlier today were talking about mapping Archie characters onto various teen dramas and sitcoms. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of an interesting exercise. Because right. it's, po- it's possible to, everything's kind of the same. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, there may be earlier examples than this in literature. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, Archie in some ways sets the template for, you know, here is a thing about like six or seven or eight young people right. and like the grown-ups that are peripheral figures in their lives, like their teachers or their parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can sort of look at all these other groups like the OC or the original 90210 right. and be like, okay, That's you know, like, you know, yeah, like on 90210, you know, uh, Jason Priestley is Archie, right? Right. And, uh, you know, you, you run into a problem very quickly because Luke, the other, you know, most compelling character on yeah. the show. Luke Perry Lu- or the blonde uh, Luke guy? Perry, I mean. Luke Perry. Oh, now you're, you're, wait, Luke, you're talking about the OC now. Oh, no, I actually never saw the OC. I just couldn't oh remember God. the characters' names for a second. All right. Okay, wait, but Luke Perry is who you mean. Yeah, Luke Perry was sort of the Fonz of... The 90210 gang. Brooding fonts. The brooding fonts. And there's nobody (laughs) brooding in Archie Comics. Right. There's like a shitty preppy guy. Reggie. Reggie. Yeah. And then there's like... Jughead confused the shit out of me as a kid, though. Like, I never understood what type of character he was supposed to be. Jughead is my favorite character. Okay, he would eat a lot, right? Yeah. That was a thing. He didn't give a shit about anybody. His eyes are often drawn closed. Right. <laughs> he's sleeping? Doesn't... No, he's not sleeping. He's he just doesn't care. He's oh. just really relaxed. He's just very relaxed. <laughs> he is. He's, like, lazy. He eats a lot. He's very thin. He wears this weird little hat. Yeah, it's the, the crown. With the crown and the little shapes on it and i can explain the crown to you by the way if okay. you're curious about the history i think i looked it up but i think crown. they need you to I'm, explain I'm it curious. i'm curious about anything <laughs> i'm sure any i mean we should mention like i've have you been watching riverdale i have seen a few riverdales okay. and i have strong opinions john and i great well john, we have to talk about that john sent me the riverdale script early on and i read it and i was like oh my god this is gonna be fucking terrible and then i was like i have to watch it to be like 
uh, like disgusted by it. And now I'm just hooked because it's like a good stupid team show, and I don't have anything like that in my life right now. Yeah. Well, this actually come this um will uh, I would like to hear about Dougout just to right. fill you in. This comes from a previous uh, episode that we had where we were talking to our friend Lang about why she likes The Bachelor. Okay. And Lang had talked about uh, stepping into the fart cloud. <laughs> was her a fart cloud? Was was her uh, theory was that like in life, you know, it's like you're working so hard. Sometimes you just kind of like sort of wave in some stinky air and just like relax. And, and it's like really nice, like yeah, just, just watching garbage. Yeah, just oh, let yeah. the garbage Walked wash over you. Face. And so I am, oddly I am that way with teen dramas. Teen, but but this is a new thing in my life. When I was a kid, nine hundred two and zero also kind of freaked me out. I was just like, this is too dramatic. Dan never or something. wanted to be a teenager. It seems I did not because I think in my household, childhood had a real um, price put on it. Oh, okay. A, a price tag of like, this is where it's this is where it's at, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, childhood is where you need to stay. A little bit, if you want to get into the psychology of it. Ooh. And then, well, well, here's what's weird about me, and maybe this isn't just me. Maybe a lot of people have this feeling, but. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a teenager and I would watch these movies about, you know, cool college kids or high school kids or whatever. And then even as I got to be the age of those characters and then older, I still think of those people as older than me. Right. Like, yeah. like if unreachable. I see a, almost, yeah. Like yeah. if I see a movie about like college frat dudes, I do not think I am three times the age of these characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sort of think I will never be as grown up as these like cool college bros who yeah. like, they just seem to like know like what they're doing. Yeah. And I, I don't know when in life you like cross that threshold where it's yeah. like, oh, I'm no longer a little kid. I am now like the teenager who's tooling around in a cool yeah. jalopy. Well, for one, those actors are usually played by like 35 year olds. So that's <laughs> yeah. probably part of it. But I do. I, I had a friend that we would watch Saved by the Bell together. And he was like, I would I grew up watching this show thinking, oh, man, high school is going to be sweet. Then I was in high school watching the show being like, oh, man, high school is going to be sweet. And then I'm watching yeah. reruns in college thinking, oh, man, high school is going to be sweet. <laughs> yeah. like, so there yeah. is definitely some truth to that. That you're like, when I get there, man, as you're just like well past the age of that ever happening. You know, I I just find personally that still for me, the subject of teenagers for drama or comedy is – kind of more compelling right, than, than adults. adults. Well, things will always affect you more as a teenager, I think. Yeah. It's you such are a like weird te- petri dish, you're, It's too. like adults for kids. <laughs> you're like, right. first, you're expected adult. to and learning how to act like an adult, but the challenges of being an adult hurt you more than they ever could now. Yes. You know, at, you've, you're jaded, man. <laughs> but it's like of you jaded, let's of, hear about Jughead. Oh, sorry. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Can you hear, tell us about Jughead and All his right. little crown? Well, okay. So the crown, uh, the deal with the crown is that there was a time way back when, uh, you know, when people used to wear hats all the time. Uh, and mechanics or people who like worked with their hands doing this or that, they started a, a thing where they would turn uh, like a fedora hat inside out um, so that the brim would like stick up or something so that it wouldn't like get in their eyes. It, some version of this. It was okay. like it was it was a modification of like a cheap, you know, junky fedora they had lying around so they would wear it to you know keep their hair out of the way or whatever cover their heads keep their heads clean but not have like a brim in their face Uh and then and they would actually cut around the brim and so that's where you get that jagged uh shape that looks like a crown Uh and i think if you watch one of you know those uh what were the movies uh the the with the kids um little not, rascals? not the little rascals but before them Our like, gang? uh is that the same thing no i i'm so dumb that i can't think of it now but uh like angels with dirty faces like the bowery boys i've never, uh, heard I've never even heard yeah i don't okay. even know these boys so early film you know comedy and like you can see Jughead hats in the Bowery Boys and because oh, wow. it kind of became a fad for whatever reason. And similarly, uh, 
these pins, you know, they would decorate their hats with these pins. And that was a fad. Oh, those are the little shapes. And, I was thinking maybe right. the shapes were like the tag inside or something. Like yeah. No, out. I think they're decorative pins. Okay. And, so um, and Jughead, they would call, so they would call people who wore these hats Jagheads. Oh, and okay. that's why you have the name Jughead. And um, and w- what is ridiculous is that on the TV show Riverdale, uh-huh. it is just yes. absurd yes. to see people calling somebody Jughead. Yes. Like, well, yeah. And it's an intense, <laughs> and earnest then, environment. Yeah. And then someone said Archibald, and then someone said Archiekins, and like yeah. all of it is so surreal. It is so surreal. Jughead. Now, there was something mentioned on Riverdale recently that really cracked me up. And I wonder if this is completely invented or if it's from the original stuff. But they talk about how Riverdale Riverdale was built on maple syrup, and no. that there's a that there's a, that's a new and that plot there's, line. There's like a, it's all a maple syrup economy. Are you serious? Yes. I didn't know that. I, then, I don't remember anything about maple okay, syrup. Yeah, because, no, well, maple syrup. That's not just canon. That's not canon. It's such a small like area where maple syrup really comes from right like i mean i guess you can get it from it's any like maple vermont. tree but it's, it's like vermont, vermont and like maybe upstate canada New York, like, yeah so so you really like limited because riverdale i thought it's supposed that's to be a some huge every problem town. Yeah, yeah it is riverdale yeah it's like Ridge, springfield it is. yes like, like they like have town. beaches they, have, they have skiing snow. mountains there's a yeah. city they, somewhere i imagine they or? Have, well they probably go into a city discuss yeah are they city adjacent that's a really good question. They're, they never I'm take sure a trip into the city. There's got to be evidence. Ha, has Archie ever gone to like New York City? Look at my shirt, dude. I guess he, so. How is he going to see the Ramones? Veronica's <laughs> wearing a CBGB shirt. Yeah. Um, so in this in this issue, they they actually go back to the past. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. They're okay. uh, they're yeah the you know the Archies. You're familiar with their band, the Archies. The Archies is I a band. not, but I it doesn't surprise me. Of course, there's a band <laughs> called the Archies, and, and even in Saved by the Bell, they had uh, the band Zack Attack. Yeah. This idea of a band that just names themselves after like the, the leader character. of like <laughs> we're all like if I had a band and called it the John Beckermans or something like well it's also weird to like recognize a leader in a social circle because right. like we it's not like you and like Kelly no, and I like no our friends point out not like, who's well, like the main character let's look to the leader to like guide us you're like okay. all sort of on the same level that's why you're friends with each other yeah it's yeah. not like this weird power it's struggle it's not like okay our She's definitely the, the main person here. It's, that's not true yeah, at all. Yeah, that is really weird. He also seems to have no leadership qualities in the actual comic. No, he yeah, doesn't. what? He's such a dunce. He's, okay. All right. What are we even talking about? I don't know. But I'm I just do want to. I'm curious. I'm curious to hear why. I mean, if I had to name a favorite character, I guess I would say Betty because I identify yeah. with her the most. But why? Why? I don't know anything about these people okay, at all, guys. Betty's like a. a I bet he's like uh, okay. She has a, she has blonde hair and a ponytail. <laughs> yeah. Blonde hair. Oh, and ponytail. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get okay, it. Okay, Veronica was mean and like haughty and and rich. Um, rich and like super. I don't know, just like spoiled and would steal Archie all the time and was competitive. And Betty was just kind of like innocent and like. Not poor, but like middle class. Uh, Is that right? More of a That's t-shirt correct. and jeans gal that would like get dirt on her face and be a mechanic or something. You know? Yeah, there, there's this occasional idea that she she yeah. can fix cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it comes up once every 20 years. I feel like the years. TV show has really leaned into that. Uh, yeah, she's more of the tomboy, I guess. And mm-hmm. I guess I I never They've thought actually, of myself as a tomboy, but I think I was probably. You've got tomboyish qualities. I have tomboyish qualities. A deep um, voice. Yeah, a deep voice. Yeah, Betty had a very deep voice. <laughs> I always imagine her with a deep voice. No, they're definitely not. She, was she had like a Hulk early. Hogan WrestleMania <laughs> type voice. <laughs> well, actually, interestingly enough, in their Riverdale, boobs are so big they on have, your shirt right now. I've never seen their boobs that big. They're always I big. See. I don't think they're they've ever been that big. Mm-hmm. Veronica Huge. looks like she's like forty five years old. <laughs> Yeah, she, does. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like but like I an old rocker woman going back to see like 
the band as they're touring on like a cruise ship or something. You but know, I think the show Vinyl would have succeeded more if it was about the Archie gang going yes, back to the Yes, yeah, <laughs> their rise to power. Show. I didn't, I didn't Stand see it, but I only I, I saw like five heard minutes lore of it. Of how and I was terrible like, oh it was. god, it was like some room where John Lennon and Yoko Ono were there, and I was like, oh boy, this is not fun. I Wait, they were real. This. There were real rock stars in it. It wasn't all made up rock stars. No, they had they real. had actors playing real rock stars. Which was that any good? Sucks. I me. love anything that has <laughs> actors playing real rock stars. Oh, nice. So for me, it was great. <laughs> so you like Walking it? Tall or whatever that the fake parody one was. Do you remember that with John C. Riley? Oh, the Apatow. Uh, yeah, was it yeah, called Walking Walk Tall. Walk hard. Walk hard was sorry. great. Walking yeah. Tall was, I think, an actual movie with the Rock. Walk the line. Oh, there's Walk the line, Walking but I think tall. Walking Tall was actually a movie with the Rock uh, where he like beats up a town or something. Um, but I was wondering why you like Jughead the most. I want oh, to yeah. hear about that. I think I like Jughead because um, he's how I like to think of myself, like how I wish I could think of myself, right. even though I don't think I am like Jughead. Right. I would like to be... <laughs> I would like to be like Jughead, not in every you're... respect, okay. but just the relaxed aspect. <laughs> well, he's yeah, he's super above everything. He's very detached. He uh, he's not like a loser or a reject. Like he's part of the gang, but he's not caught up in the drama of the gang at all. He's yeah, like he's, he's sort of too drama. cool for it. Yeah. I mean, is he actually and... portrayed as cool in the? Or is he portrayed as like a dud or a loser? He's a certain kind of cool. Like he's not cool in the way of like, well, for one thing, he doesn't, he has no interest in women or right. men for that matter. He's very he's... asexual, which well, makes heard, him a level they... of cool that is like, not like, oh, he's so cool. I wish it's I more was like, cool for that. Like he, he reminded, my brothers were kind of this level of cool of like, they weren't like involved in right. any of the social garbage so like they weren't even in, they did in the their game. own thing yeah he he's was, too he's... cool to care about the stuff that everyone else cares about right that's what he's, he's like I a find Buddhist. compelling yeah, a little bit i and the the closed eyes i mean when you think about it that he's you know he's <laughs> sort of meditating yeah he's, i mean sort of i mean he he can walk the streets with his lighting. eyes closed <laughs> and not walk into anything like that's <laughs> You know, that's sort of like that that blind guy in the last Star Wars movie uh -huh. who is like the, the big force yeah. priest. Yeah, Remember yeah, that yeah. guy? Yeah. Is that really what his title was? Force priest? <laughs> yeah. I think in the credits it said force priest. <laughs> okay, did he not have a name? Uh, it, I'm sure he did have a name. I think I he just, did. We just know and remember. I watched it. the movie and forget all of it, you know, five seconds after yeah, I saw like, it. I can't but remember I know a there... book that I've read. I was just trying to tell someone like, oh, I just read this thing. But I couldn't describe any aspect of it, so it was pointless to tell him because it was, it was. I had actually listened to a book on tape by Temple Grandin, uh -huh. and it's like called Animals in Translation. And the reason I was doing it to like understand our dog better because he's got some <laughs> mental problems. And I was like, oh, you know what? I read this thing or listened to this part in a book about dogs where it. It's something like, and then I couldn't describe anything. So I'm like, I don't know why I brought Forget that up it. to you because I don't know how to say it. <laughs> right. I've lost all the information. Well, I don't know why I listened to it. Yeah. I mean, two things on that. First of all, I I read Temple Grandin's book or one of them many years ago. And I remember that she had built or built herself a machine mm -hmm. yes, to hug herself. Machine, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I always thought that was a great idea. Yeah. I sort of <laughs> would like to have that too. It's cool that she like recognized I want this and then she did it and she's like, I like it. Yeah. I was right. And, you know, every now and then I stop into Brookstones and get into one of those, you know, $10,000 chairs mm -hmm. and they got them. They can really squeeze you now. They, wow. Uh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. You I can didn't know stick your hands in there. Whoa. Oh, oh, you, you, of course there have. Stop, what am I thinking? Yeah. Stop into a Brookstones. <laughs> How often are you by a Brookstones? <laughs> um, um, yeah. But I always think of Temple Grandin when I'm sampling the chair, which Thank is what you, you do when you go there. You, you, you know, you hang out by the chairs. You wait until one of them is vacated mm -hmm. and you hop in. Yeah, yeah, that's the only point of that and, story. It's basically just a chair. Yeah, I guess you're wasting time while someone else is shopping. Right, that's how yeah, you yeah. end up in a Brookstone. Right, and nowadays the other point of the Brookstones is there's the guy who's very cool about flying a drone oh, in the yeah. store oh, drones. and like Testing making it, it like get up in chairs, your grill yeah. and like you know he's like all laid back like he barely Oof. has to look at it. And he's like you know he's, he's the jughead of drone drivers. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, but the other thing to take it back when you said about you know you'll read a book and then you'll forget and. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Well, this is something I think about a lot because I read a lot and I watch a lot and take in all this stuff and I don't remember any of it. And sometimes I feel terrible, terrible about that. And then other times I think like, well, you're just going to die and your brain is just going to be this glob like buried underground and nobody cares whether you remembered any of that yes. stuff or yeah, not. That's true. So my message so to you is in. be more like Jughead and just like chill about it. Mm-hmm. Don't judge yourself. Enjoy it while you're reading it. There are little bits that are lodging in there, you know? Sure. There um, are. And you're re- enjoying it while you're reading it and yeah. finding it interesting. I do need more Jughead uh, in my life, in my yes. life. I, I could easily recognize that. I, I am already thinking of, because Saved by the Bell seems to be the closest thing in my experience, and I'm like, what sure. do I like about Saved by the Bell? What what do I remember about Saved by the Bell? And it's really like not much. Yeah. There's not, there's not many moments of Saved by the Bell minus the like, caffeine pills episode right that you're like oh right you gotta see this you gotta watch this moment on saved by the bell like you're just watching it to like it yeah. really is like um there a way to pass moments. the time yeah for kids of my generation that was the uh family ties episode where alex p keaton starts taking uppers oh damn is that yeah. the one where he does them or is that the alcohol one where he does like a big monologue there was an alcohol one. His uncle? Yeah, where Tom Hanks is his uh, drunk uncle. That was classic, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and doesn't he do something where he's like doing like a black box theater like monologue or something? Is that I, in the alcohol one? Why well, I don't even I know think why I know this. You, you dreamed I, this. I dream, yes, yeah. yeah. I, maybe I just want to see Michael J. Fox <laughs> perform for me <laughs> in a small theater. In a black box theater. I would love to see Michael J. Fox get into a black box theater and talk about alcoholism. I never watched well, Family Ties. They could call it Michael it really J. Box. Michael J. Box. Boom. That sells a ticket. Yeah. And then we're good to go. And I'm finding out now that things don't really have to be that good. <laughs> That's sort of what Archie feels like to me. Oh, is, I think you're right. Yeah. Is it's that, disposable. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I think there are things about it that are good. Like, I think some of the cartooning, uh, particularly by one artist whose name was Harry Lucy, I think, is great um, and influential, too. Uh you know, like if you ever read, uh, did you ever read any of those Hernandez brothers comics? Yeah. So, Tony uh, Hernandez. Jaime Hernandez draws a lot like uh, these Archie guys used yeah. to draw, you know, and uses the same kind of comics language and stuff. And I think some of it was really good. Um, I don't think Archie is funny at all. I mean, yeah, have you I, ever it, laughed it, at a panel? No, and I don't think I thought it was funny when I was a kid either. I used to read the Sunday comics every week, and I don't think I ever laughed once, but it was like a ritual. Yeah. It's like, we I'm going to read it. Me and my brother would make fun of something in the comics every once in a, once in a while and laugh hysterically. Like, So you were reading it ironically? No. You were reading Mutts and Zits? No. It wasn't quite Mother ironic. Goose and Grimm. Like, we were definitely enjoying ourselves, but we just like laugh Baby about blues. how like Archie was acting or something. Like, oh, Archie! You're talking about Archie in the. Yeah, so I'm trying to tell you that I don't remember laughing while reading it either. But I read it so often that I feel like we would make fun of Archie and and laugh a lot at it. So, so do you guys get comfort in Archie? Because that that's oh, yeah. is yeah. that it, yeah. It was just like my reading material for taking shits my entire childhood <laughs> which is very you. comforting nice oh, of course passive yeah movement you know <laughs> i think i found the subject matter to be compelling even if i didn't think the storytelling was great or any right. of the jokes were funny it was just being in this world of you know uh Going to the beach with a bunch of your bros and like cool chicks and like yeah. having a band and like it was just everything I wanted without out of and life. like without the real life problems because like yeah. the problems are like oh Veronica wants me and Betty you know and, and this but the, but not like oh like I have to pay for gas and like you know the the tiny things that get in the way of. Because when I imagine a beach weekend, sorry, I'm like, yeah, the beach. But then it's like, oh, you got to pack the car. And like, there's all this stuff that you actually have to do. Yeah. So this is just like the nice, yeah. calm version. Well, yeah. But I can also imagine an Archie comic where, where like Archie had to carry all the stuff. Can we see one and of the, the comics? Uh, sure. John, John, you have some materials here. Yeah. Let's so I have a few things. Yeah. I have. Uh, so this is this is a recently published 
big digest. Archie, 1,000 page comic jamboree. So you'll find comics in there from over the decades. I'm just going to like I'm look and see. I'm curious about if... what artist you were into. And this. And I also brought a compilation this is the new of guy. the. Yeah, so people might not know that in addition to the TV show, there's actually been a lot going on in Archie Comics in the last few years, weirdly. You've put out, um, or they, not you, you've told me that they've put out a bunch of newer, yeah, sexier Archie Comics <laughs> stuff. I'm just looking at one. I'm sorry. Okay, let's see. Can I just hear, read these panels? Because I love what the, the problem is here. <laughs> Jughead, in on second thought. Hey, Jug. Okay, so it's Archie and Jughead throwing a football around. Hey, Jug, let's get up a good game of touch football. Sorry, that was a weird sentence. Let's get up a good game of touch football. Great. All we need are a few of the guys on each side. There are some guys. How about a game of touch? Count me out. Nah, these are other (laughs) other guys. Okay. (laughs) If that's the way you feel, that's Archie. Then Jughead. There are plenty more where they came from, so now there's just more men approaching down the sidewalk. Plenty more. Plenty more men. So now now, uh, Archie's talking to these other guys. Hey, no Arch. No what? I didn't even get a chance to ask. No, we don't want to play touch football. How did he know? I think the ball gave it away. And then Betty and Veronica approach. Hey, Archiekins. Hi, Jughead. So that's two pages. That oh was two God. pages of you a comic. You know what I used to laugh they at? They had a lot of pages to fill. You yeah. know what I used to laugh at? is More whenever guys the, say no. Whenever something got colored in wrong or like something or like someone's face was missing once and I laughed so hard. <laughs> I would laugh at like mistakes that they made in printing. And then also whenever someone would get hurt, that made me laugh so hard. There's a lot of... There's a lot of physical pratfalls. Yes, there's like yeah. people getting hurt, and then there's stars everywhere, and the person's like, "Yout!" <laughs> yeah. Do, do you lot. think someone like me, I haven't, I didn't grow up with this, could like in the same way, could you start watching Saved by the Bell and like it now? Absolutely not. <laughs> I I would not. I would never. No, I. Uh, Am I suggesting that you go home after this and, start, and settle down with like a beer store. and like a stack <laughs> of Archie's? Comics. I can't hang out tonight. I'm, I'm reading Archie's. I, I think down. that would be a terrible idea. Um, but I still love them. And I still think there's something about them that is weirdly worthwhile. Um, and, you know, I read the new Archie's to my kids now, um, which is sort of interesting because I actually think they're not quite old enough for them because these new Archies are like, they're sort of like a CW show right now, which which is, 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 you know, what Riverdale, but they're, they're not, I don't mean it in the way that they're, you know, have like mature themes or whatever, but they're very like, uh, they've just really updated it and, you know, are, are a little more explicit about stuff. Right. Um, it's and I like think they're well specific. done, actually. It's like way more specific. There is yeah. something I could say looking at it about that two-hand touch uh, football game and the idea of middling, you know, like just good enough. Yeah. You know, because I think in our careers, we have to put a lot of pressure on ourselves of like, how do I make this great? How do I do this? Like, right. how do I differentiate myself? What do I have to do to stand out? How do I? But the idea of just being like, look. You got a bunch of pages to fill. <laughs> like that's what it just... was, and and they would repeat themes to a ridiculous mm-hmm. degree. Like there are so many Archie comics that are about uh, Veronica trying to ruin Betty's clothes. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that, that just that's one of the perennial <laughs> themes. Do the clothes thing so, again? Like that was yeah. that worked last time. <laughs> why why put the pressure on yourself to change it or make it better? Right. Let's it's just like, do it again. So you know, it's like they show up wearing the same thing, or like Betty shows up in a cute outfit and. And like, you know, and Archie's like, you know, admiring it. And so Veronica has to oh ruin God, her, her cl- clothes. I mean, this is what the comic is about. Yeah. And and when I read the old comics to my kids, which I've done also, I frequently am disturbed by what <laughs> the content actually is, you know? <laughs> like, I don't think it's healthy. <laughs> and it's jealousy. like, 
there's a lot of like wrong stuff. I mean, yeah. a lot of the comics are old, right. you know? Um, I mean, for starters, obviously there's like no diversity right. at all. So that's and what the of new any stuff kind. has brought. But it's interesting yeah. that they've adapted themselves and instead of saying like, no, 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 Archie is always going to be like this. They're like, nah, fine, whatever. Yeah, they've diversified. It took a long time, but they did. Mm-hmm. And when did the when did the gay character come out? Because I was not in the know for that. Yeah, that happened after my Archie reading it, years. It happened it in the, the last news. like Wait, 10 years who is or yeah. something. In the last His name 10 is years. Kevin. Kevin. Oh, Kevin, okay. Yeah, yeah, and he's like Betty's best friend. You know, you've seen Riverdale. Of course. Dan. Of course mm-hmm. he's Betty's yes. best friend. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm so enthralled You're by engrossed. Reggie. This, yeah, this brand new one is really interesting. Couple number five wins the contest. That's the first thing. Uh, I love that. It already makes me think of the 50s. Yeah. Right. There's a contest for couples. We did it, Midge. We won the marathon. Oh, it was a dance marathon. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Midge was Moose's girlfriend. Midge was Moose's. Yeah. So Moose is. Reggie was always trying to get up on Correct. These are all just bland people. Does anyone have like any discerning qualities? Um, Archie has none except that he's clumsy. Okay. Reggie is mean. Uh, Moose is strong <laughs> and stupid, D- and stupid. And now he's gay. That uh, closeted. Yeah, so, well, how do you feel about that on Riverdale? That he's closeted and gay. I, you know, it's fine. But <gasps> I guess the way I feel You're more is upset that he has brown hair, right? Oh, I'm furious that he has brown hair. <laughs> that that was horrible. That was like a non-starter for me. But no, you know, I think there's this thing, and I look, I. I think the guy who is doing that show is talented. He he did this afterlife with Archie comic that mm-hmm. I think is actually great, which is basically like Archie meets the walking dead. Mm-hmm. And it's actually that one. I would say do go home and okay. read. Uh, like that. I can actually recommend, uh, but you won't enjoy it as much if you don't know who these people are, you know, because part of the point of the comic is that the tone of it was completely unlike any Archie that came before it. It's for mature readers. <laughs> it's like disgusting. And it, it it uses the archetypes of the characters, but in cool ways, you know. And I mean, that that, by the way, is one of the cool things about Archie anyway, which is that you can take these people and you could basically put them into any situation and tell a story. Right. You know, that's like something else Plug that I, like you could make an argument, which I won't, but <laughs> you could <laughs> that like that Archie is sort of like the, you know, like, uh, you know, the story, like the proto myth, you know, <laughs> that, like it all, is Archie. Yeah. That, you know, in, in the way they talk about like, you know, oh, Star Wars is based on, you know, mm-hmm. biblical or Joseph, uh, what's his name? You know, the myth, uh, the myth dude. You I know don't what I'm know the myth about. dude. Oh, you got to know the myth dude. The myth dude. Um, well, I'll look him up. Yeah. So the guy, uh, it's ridiculous. Like this, this goes right back to not being able to remember anything. Yeah, we're yeah. like, but, um, uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. The dude, okay. the dude I won't who remember wrote either, the, so it doesn't matter. The super smart dude who wrote the books about like the mono myth, like the, uh-huh. that all stories are based right, on. Right. That they all. Oh, right. okay, uh, Joseph okay. Carter? No. No. That's the guy who found uh, King Tut's tomb. Dude. No, that's Cart Lord Carnarvon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember anything. I know who you are talking about, though, because I have actually looked up. Who cares? Never mind. I know know who you're talking about. It's what all the screenwriting books are based on. And, you know, it's like that this is what a story is. And this is the The shape of a story. The the types of stories and stuff. Right. And, like, you know, I can't tell you how many times... I've tried to find like stakes in some script I was trying to write. Like, what is this about? What do they want? And it always comes down to sexual jealousy (laughs) or sexual (laughs) desire. It's like, you know, like are just, we're animals, we're apes. And like, we're, we're trying to procreate, you know, and that's what Archie is about. Mm -hmm. It's like, they're a bunch of apes. Yeah, they are. A bunch of apes going to high school. Yeah. Yeah. They're a bunch of apes going to high school. And and like that's one female ape is trying to throw mud on the other female. Yeah. Dress. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see those like nature? Did you ever see those Disney like great? nature movies i see these with my kids but i've seen many nature movies man i saw this great one that was about these little monkeys like in asia and like 
you could recognize one of them that the story was really about because it had like a mo haircut, mm-hmm. so you could kind of keep your eye on that uh-huh. one. And uh, <laughs> it was this really cute female monkey, and it was all about uh, you know status within the little monkey tribe and mm-hmm. how they you know treat each other like garbage. <laughs> and um, and this is what Archie's about. This is what like you know I'm a parent of uh, an 11 year old girl, mm-hmm. and this is what like the social politics at school both with her and with the parents is like wow and yeah as the archie as their comic book slogan itself says everything's archie because right did it i all, stick that landing all, it, did yeah, i it's very, ni- it's very um, nice yeah it dan's would, eyes lit up it would well, have been better nice. if i if i had said it earlier yeah, and then it was yeah. like a recall no, yes this is um, a good this is a good wrapper up. No, but that's kind of what it is. It's like it's it's a book for young apes that says <laughs> like you're going to soon be this kind of ape and you're going to have to deal with be, this kind of ape shit. Yeah, like you know ruining people's clothes. Yeah. And, but don't think uh, about it too much. Yeah. Just be an ape. Yeah. But the, yeah, it doesn't have to be that much of a worry. Yeah. Be Jughead. Yeah, be Jughead, guys. Yeah, that's at the end of it, the last <laughs> page Jughead. I'm reading. And be Jughead. Um, cool. Well, I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. Let's get out of here and thank go home and for, read some Archie comics. Thank All you right. for doing this, John. Do yeah, you want to tell so us much. about any projects you're working on or things you're known Or have for, worked on? Or have worked on. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Ed. Ed. Oh, Ed. Have to work on yeah. that. I mean, go I, home. Check out Ed. You could go on YouTube and watch Letterman. I worked on that for a long yeah, time. Actually, yeah. do you, you have could, something from Letterman that you know is on YouTube or something that you would oh that, all kinds of stuff but what's I mean, something that you're favorite? particularly proud of oh well like if you searched for something called fun with rupert okay i think people would still that's enjoy you. that today. that's all beckerman yeah well that 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 was something i i started other people eventually you gotcha. know did them and stuff but uh sort of like archie yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> um yeah, and I did. Me and my buddy uh, Rob Burnett uh, created the show Ed together, mm-hmm. and also, uh, and Ed and Archie, by the way, hand in many hand. parallels. Wow, um, and not uh, on purpose, I imagine. Not not knowingly, thinkingly. And you're like, but, oh wait, this is just Archie. Yeah, it basically. I mean, yeah, totally. Archie is everything. Yeah. Or everything is Archie. How is everything it? is Archie. Everything, everything is, is Archie. Archie. Yeah. God, we didn't even talk about sugar, sugar. How What's that? End? The song? Yeah. It's from Archie? It's by the Archies. The Archies had a record. I didn't know rec- that? You didn't know that? Candy yeah. Girl? Yeah. It, what? Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow. Sugar, Sugar. Honey, Sugar, Sugar, You Are My Candy Girl. Yes. Yeah, that song is by the Archies. Um, yeah. That's I don't supposed to be any other hits. By that. That's fucking crazy. What I mean, what I mean <laughs> by that? Cartoon people <laughs> sang this song. Yeah. Um, like the gorillas. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. So Sugar Sugar was by Damon Albarn. Uh huh. Um, no, it was that's the gorillas. Okay, um, okay, okay. The, so yeah, it was you know like sort of studio musicians and like Brill Building style songwriters in the sixties. Oh God, um, that is so weird. Yeah, that is so weird. Wow, he got a number. He got a big number one hit. Yeah. Go Archie. Good, good job, little Archie. Yeah. Um, all right, John. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having and me. And thanks this for giving fun. this to me, right? <laughs> you can have it. Yeah, all right. Dan what does wants it matter? A jamboree. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, Dan, what do you think of Archie? Hmm. As Jughead once said... Oh, no. I don't remember. Everything is Archie. Oh, yeah. Everything is Archie. Well, I do... I believe that. I think... Um, Look, this is a prime example of something that has happened several times on the show, I think, where it's like, I'm not going to go home and become the world's biggest Archie fan. And John specifically said not to do that. Not to. Yeah. But I realized, like, hey, there's, like, so much crap that I like and that brings me joy and i do think that this is in the world of the bachelor and the things that we do in our lives that gosh i don't even know how to describe it but it is it is that fart cloud that lang talked about but it's like he's it's, referring to the lang fisher's bachelor episode yeah um but but it's it's a it's about like the the, the those like plain 
almost unenjoyable things that we all seem to enjoy. My example in this case being Saved by the Bell. I could watch Saved by the Bell all day, right? but I never laugh at it. If anything, I'm offended by how dumb it is. Right. And but, we don't watch much Saved by the Bell anymore unless it's the but college I years. Unless it's the college years. But even then, it's like up until this was last year, we were still watching it yeah. as like a fun thing. The college years. Grand time, we were goofing and laughing about it because mm-hmm. it's like a ridiculous show. Right. But it was still like pleasurable. Right. So I love you, John, in that I agree I see why something like Archie could be pleasurable for somebody. It's yes. fluff. It's it's uh, nothingness. Yeah. It's just being. Fluff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's just there. It exists. I. What if we had kids and they were looking for some good uh, shitting, shit reading material? Absolutely not. <laughs> I want it out of my house. That was a bad I Donald Trump. I want that redheaded piece of shit out of my house <laughs> is, is that your trump Donald trump redheaded no he's blonde right i guess so but he was he born blonde that I seems new it seems like he he gained blonde <laughs> it, he gained blondness this man that people are like he's not a nazi it's like he became blonde <laughs> later in life he had brown hair and, and then believes he got blonde. in his german genes yeah um but uh so yeah i get i get archie i get that feeling i get that comfort i get that liking nothingness in a way mm-hmm. um some other so we've gotten some emails about some other things that we've talked I'd like about to follow up with uh that i renewed my interest in archie oh and i want to dig up some old comics um it's also i've renewed my interest because we've been talking about it a lot at work mm. um at funny or die we've been taking some meetings with archie people and I got to meet the kid that plays Archie the other day. Oh, yeah, in Riverdale. Sorry, Riverdale people. Yeah. Which is the resurgence of Archie in my life currently. I do love Riverdale. Yes. But a partially, it's a totally part of the reason it's why totally I love it is thing. that it seems insane. Yes. Or it is insane. It is insane. The last episode that we watched was about how, like, the whole town was. Oh, we talked about this. The yeah. whole town was founded on maple syrup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's such a bizarre idea. Why Spoiler alert, the whole yeah. town was fan- that, yeah, founded on maple syrup. Um, so yeah, I just want to say that what's up, Archie Comics, love you, love you, KJ Appa, loved that you took a picture with me on my KJ Instagram. Appa, what an interesting sound, or sound, he's, what an interesting name. It's he's just from sounds. New Zealand. I know, but KJ Appa. Yeah. I would never guess, if you were like, hey, what's KJ Appa? I would never be like a name a of, a, of a man. <laughs> a 19-year-old man? Yeah. Uh, is that a man yet? If he's nineteen, yeah. Okay, good, because I've got a thing for him. Good, also good. Uh, everybody, check out my Instagram at Citizen Hudson, and uh, you'll see a picture of me and KJ. Hey, what's KJ Appa? Uh, I think it's a plant. Yes. Yeah. You would also be right. Okay. So let's also talk about some emails we got. We heard from some people about NoFap, didn't we? Yes. And guys, thank you for these emails. LittlePuppyQuestions at gmail.com. Lots of people sending in their opinions because Mm -hmm. we have opinions and our guests have opinions and you have opinions too. And we like hearing your opinions. We actually heard from Mr. NoFap himself. (laughs) Well, I don't know if that's true, but we heard from the community manager of NoFap.com. Yes. And we just wanted to throw out out there if you want to learn more about all of that go to nofap.com n-o-f-a-p there's no space in there it's just nofap yeah he was very insistent and thankful no space and yes also very like stoked that we were talking about it so now we're talking about it again buddy yep and then we got another email about nofap from a man named arun i believe i'm sorry if i messed up your name uh a r u h n arun i've known an arun before oh okay so never mind i don't apologize i don't care if i messed up your name <laughs> uh but he wrote to us saying uh he was sort of, i guess he was kind of sticking up for porn and masturbation which i think which is, is a tough take uh, but tough. i think that that is i think that's fair <laughs> it, it is i'm sorry i'm giggling it's <laughs> kind of funny for someone to be like hey now wait a minute now wait porn a minute. is okay and what i like about jerking me and off my dick yeah it feels good for me. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Don't take away my fun. Mm-hmm. So, but he was talking about the problems that he has with mainstream porn. And a lot of that doesn't do anything to allow people's sexuality to sort of expand. Flower. Um, flower in awesome. a way that it's because it's so mechanical and it's like what it focuses on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cheaply made and kind of takes out all of the intrigue in sex. 
which is, I think, an interesting point. Mm-hmm. Again, it certainly comes from the point of view of like, eh, I kind of like Jerkoff. Yeah. <laughs> which I think is fair. And also, he just believes that NoFap, while an interesting idea, is a really personal choice and should not be a blanket statement made right. for everyone, which Extremely I don't believe George personal. was trying to do, even though maybe he... No. And, okay. and definitely, yeah, George definitely said he disapproves of porn and masturbation, but it's more on the personal level. Yeah, and that's a he personal choice. people that do it. And and you know, from my point of view, I'm dying to hear for, from some ladies and their perspective on this. Do you think masturbation is good for you or bad for you? Like, I can buy that it's bad for dudes, but what is it bad for girls? I don't think so. Kelly Hudson isn't buying it. Um, and, and we also got an email about opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had an opera ep- episode with Josh Rubin, which was really fun. And Marcin, Marcin, how would you say that? M a r c i n. Marcin. Marcin. Uh, she recommended, and I think this is only a New York thing. Ooh, a gal. Yeah, a gal. It. Yeah, hell yeah. We'll, we'll ask her. What's hey, her do you masturbate? Name? Oh, wait. No, I'm not I won't say ask her last you to say name. It. Sorry, I just wanted, um, I'm just curious. I'm not going to read it. So she recommended Loft Opera, which is something in New York, uh, and it's $39, and it's a small audience, and there's beer, and you sit right with the orchestra and the singers. I looked it up. It looked really cool and Jeez, fun. So maybe if we're in New like York, my, but uh, uh, that sounds like an awesome recommendation. It seems like a great way. Uh, to watch opera so thank you for that thank you everybody who wrote to us and guys also thank you for those five star reviews on itunes it's helping us spread the word baby i think we're up to like 47 uh five star reviews right now which is incredible yes and i know that sounds like a small number to some of you assholes out there if you're an asshole we're pretty excited five stars from 47 people so many stars i can't do the math but i know on. that it's like that? a hard thing to go to itunes and rate someone oh and, god and it's gotta be the i've worst. even heard from some of our listeners like i did this for you and i never do this and i'm like thank and you and they're like now you owe me yeah and i'm now like you're in my debt fine fine i'll owe you but guys we're shooting for some higher stars aren't we oh yeah we're shooting for 55. 55, guys. All right. We need seven more. Is that no. the math? Eight Aww. more. Yeah. Eight more. We need eight <laughs> <Sad>. more. <laughs> oh, no. That's recorded forever. Fuck you. We um, need eight more stars to get up to 55. And then what happens? Um, Dan, it's for you to say, because I said it last time, and this time it's for you to declare We're going to call this one Danny's Revenge. Danny's Revenge. Danny's Revenge, where I get to stick my finger in your butt. Revenge That's right. porn? Oh, Dan's uh, face got scared. It no, scared. it's not revenge porn. Danny's Revenge, not revenge porn. Sticking my finger in your butt. Here we go. 55, guys. Guess what? It's going to happen to me, too. And now guess what? We're going to bed. Wait. I've got one more thing to say. It's that Charles Rogers, who was on our show, um, talking about anal sex, I asked him if he had any comments about the fact that I put my finger in Dan's butt on the last episode. And he said, I will say that I feel victorious in that my episode probably should have been about Kelly getting anally penetrated by Dan, but it was the reverse. And so he feels cool that that happened. But guess what, Charles? It's going to happen to me next. Yes, I didn't like it. Okay, um, <laughs> that's it for this. We <laughs> talked enough. I'm so tired. Good night, um, everybody. Everybody, go, go to bed. Get into your pajamas. Put on your little um, slippers. slippers. Blow out the candle. Go pee-pee. Take your slippers off. Oh, yeah. Why would you put them on? What are you, stupid? Take your slippers off. Take your slippers off. Lift your your nightgown up. Yes. (laughs) Over your uh, your, mid-region. Your butt and your wiener is out. Yes. Just touching the blanket. Mm -hmm. But your arms and your shoulders are covered. covered. Put your nightcap on. Take your nightcap off Off. your wiener. your, Your little nightcap. Put your big nightcap on and blow out the candle again. Your other candle. Blow out the candle. And go to bed. Good night. That was a HeadGum Podcast.